So it's a specifically Trinidadian, Trinidad, Trinidadian infection. What are you having for dinner? Um, I am going to make some tuna pasta, I believe. Oh, yeah. Tell me about your tuna pasta. I don't usually make tuna pasta. Um, Mish usually makes tuna pasta. Okay. You probably have this. I don't know. You have, like, meals, like your wife makes certain meals. I make certain meals. You don't usually broach into the other person's territory. Absolutely. Yes, I feel you on that. But um, because I'm at the arse end of my shop cycle... Ah, uh, yes, say no more. Pasta and tuna is all I've really got. Does so. your um, tuna pasta have um, like sauce? Like what do you do sauce-wise? Uh, we don't Does do a tuna, tuna pasta, pasta have sauce? What are you asking me if I just put, pour like a tin of tuna on some dry pasta? Is it is it a white sauce? Is it a red sauce? Is it a pesto sauce? Well, you're asking me what I usually do. I've just told you I don't usually do it. What does she usually do? She usually does a tomato-based sauce. I'll be doing that again tonight. Um, oh, yeah, okay. I don't, I'd, I'd rather not make anything too creamy if my son's eating it because. Makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Dietary thing. So, yeah, tomato based is fine. I'll make a, now I've got some zucchini, some carrot. I'm going to fry those up. A bit of mushroom. Oh, oh mushroom. Okay. No, not mushroom. No, forget the mushroom. Forget I said mushroom. Monty. No, okay. I've forgotten. Yeah, yeah, it's gone. Can't remember it. So yeah, I'll I'll put a bit of zucchini, a bit of carrot, some peas. Ooh. Uh olives. Black. Calamari. Yeah, okay. And then some tuna on top. So that's gonna be it. Well that doesn't sound too bad. No, it's all right. I'll probably make enough for lunch tomorrow too. Okay. Do you have you found yourself since you've been dad kind of forward planning meals to that? degree or are you still kind of in a transition period of young free to for know, lunches you mean yeah well, I, just I, meals. I have i've found myself forward planning meals for the last 15 years oh yeah i value, value food highly so i like to know what i'm going to eat and when mm. um Linz and i decided about four weeks ago something like that we got back on the hello fresh for a bit we just thought it was a good transition during covid back from eating stuff that was in our freezer to cooking again because mm-hmm. we didn't have to think much and and it's been going pretty well i'm enjoying that All right. well this is dad pants i'm sure you know that already because you press play no what was that Did you hear that cat interrupting my introduction yeah i did that's, that's why i said what was that now, I'm pretty sure it had some food 10 minutes ago. This is outrageous. Maybe it was bad food. Maybe it was bad food and it's been poisoned. Well, give the cat food so it will shut the fuck up while I'm trying to yeah, record fair. stuff. Anyway, this is Dad Pants. I'm sure you know that already because you looked at your thing and you pressed play and it probably said Dad Pants on it. Am I right? You know I'm right. Monty, how are you, sir? Mate, I'm good. I worry about the people who've accidentally come here. Now they probably feel like they shouldn't have. I bet they're happy. Well, they've heard they've heard an interrupting cat so far. Now that was a turn of events. Where else are you going to get that? Uh, I think there's a cat podcast. Interrupting cat podcast. Uh, if there is, there's probably a. Huh? Ah, there you go. 
Yeah, oh, I see what you did there. No, I'm good, mate. How's your dad week been? Good dad week. You felt any real dad progression this week? I'll say that again because I said progression instead of progression. You had any... Yeah, no progression. Yeah. Oh, anyway, you get the idea. Um, yeah, look, I, um, I've had lots of progression. I think every day is dad progression. If it's not dad progression, yeah, what is, is, what it, is it? You know, if you're not, if you're not first, you're last, yeah. you know what I'm saying? In the dad stage. I don't know if that works for that, but yeah. No, if you're not progressing every day, you're not doing the right thing. Um, I think one of the big progressions that's come at this age, she's, she's roughly 12 weeks old. Um, and I think something my wife and I were talking about was that one of the things we've changed is that we're less worried that we're going to break her or that she's going to break. We're a bit more confident with our parenting in that she can cry in her bed and we don't immediately get up and run. We can go, okay, give her a sec. She might, you know, get herself back. She's been really, really into um, yoga, trying to self-soothe. That's a hard thing to say. Self-soothe this week uh, using her hands. She uh, has been trying to put her whole fist in her mouth. Okay. Um, which has been a fun, fun week. Mm. But, um, yeah, no, no, it's a definite dad progression week. Good. Uh, well, it sounds to me like your progression is doing less, though. Does that sound about right? Um, it's, a, it's an old football quote. Sometimes you've got to go backwards to go forwards. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got a little question for you, actually. Um, I need to know whether this is a sad dad thing. Uh-oh. Obviously still in lockdown in Sydney, which means wearing masks wherever you go, right? Yeah. Now, I had to visit the geniuses this week, the Apple geniuses. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Who needed my phone for an hour to diagnose that it did indeed have a cracked screen. <laughs> um, but which means I had to hand my phone over and then go wandering around for an hour. Now, have you ever, have you done that? Like in recently, have you actually ever gone anywhere without your phone for around an hour? It feels weird. Whoa. Um, I feel like there was, I, I think, I think I agree completely. And it feels so weird that I have a recollection that sometime in the past year or two, I forgot my phone or mm. it ran out of battery somewhere yeah. and I remember it. Yeah. So yeah, it must've been very weird. Can I, can I also step back a second there? The genius bar that yes. Apple store feels very intertwined with being a dad feels like there's a lot of dadness that happens there whether it be complaining to the geniuses telling them you know better yeah asking them for things you don't know about it feels like there's a there's a dad vibe there oh from from dads to geniuses or from the geniuses look i it's it's a generic it's a general vibe it can go either way i don't know about I the geniuses but certainly genius yeah certainly at the front of the apple store they do have a dad like kind of military precision of who are you what are you doing here stand there what exactly do you want when what's filling this that's love a bit of that hey i found it speaking on this we sorry we, we go on um, tangents but it kind of relates i found a good instagram account that i we can post on the socials called uh sad men shopping and it's um it's just pictures candid candid pictures of what appear to mainly be dads mm dragged out to kind of go clothes shopping or things yeah, like that, yeah. sitting on chairs, holding bags or, oh, or falling asleep perfect. and stuff like that. I, I want to yeah. see it, but I feel like I already know what it all looks like without even seeing it. But Of course you do. Yeah. Of course you do. But I still got to look anyway. So, yeah. So how did you go for your hour without your phone? That must have been weird. The problem is that 
I, I reached for my pocket three times in that hour. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, before you're thinking, my hand just went down there and went, oh, yeah, that's right. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Like, and did, which, did you, which irritated me because, you know, obviously, like, well, how did it come to this? How did I get so kind of <laughs> instinctively dependent on this thing? It's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's a worry, isn't it? We're yeah. cyborgs, we're yeah. half phone, half man. More worrisome than that, though, was the fact that in order to entertain myself, and this is the sad dad bit, because obviously I was wearing a mask. Um, I started doing my uh, bird impression, nice. wandering Good. around, saying things to people under my breath. I like it. Now, that movie's 10 years old. So does that make me a sad dad that I'm still doing impressions from this, from this movie? I think it's better than doing impressions from uh, the uh, Jim Carrey movie The Mask. <laughs> That's even older. And um, I think that would have sounded weirder. A, a little harder to do under your breath too, I would say. Somebody stop me. <laughs> but, okay. you know, you can say under your breath when you walk past someone. Oh, you've got some bananas. I've got bananas too. Of all the potassium. You know. <laughs> I, uh, another one you could have been doing is a uh, man in the iron mask, which I assume we're actually all doing all the time because he didn't say much, did he? No. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Hard, hard to rip a quote from that one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, don't worry about the quotes. I think it's just the mask concept. Yeah. No, I don't think you're sad. I think wearing a mask out has got me doing stuff. I quite often um, mouth swears at people. Oh yeah. Um, when I yeah, because you can't see your mouth, and usually the stuff that I would normally want to say to them, but don't, I, I, I mouth it. Yeah. Look, I know this is meant to be a quick intro, but it has brought up another point that happened at yeah. the Apple Store, right? One of the uh, you know, Passag people out the front organising you. Oh yeah, yep. She um, she I could tell she was smiling at me through a mask because her smile kind of radiated out across her face into her eyes and, and the rest of her face. So I could tell well, that, that she was lovely. giving me a big smile under her mask. Well, that's nice. Now, I smiled back, but she kind of just kind of looked at me like I was just staring at her. So I I don't think my smile spreads very far. That's um, a problem when everyone's masked up. Some people have got an advantage because you can see their smile across the rest of their head expressive foreheads yeah so as a dad this brings up do you think with mask wearing probably going to become more not constant but you know there'll be more mask wearing in the lives of our children probably Mm, um do you think that we will adapt as humans and become more expressive with our eyebrows and foreheads? i thought you meant just breathe through the top of our skulls or something Wow, no, that's the next step in evolution. I think first we get expressive and can just kind of communicate through eyebrow gestures. Well, yeah, but are you talking naturally or do we have to come up with some sort of eyebrow code that replaces lower face expression? Yeah, I, I think this is the century of the upper face. It's time to start using the upper face. No more lower face use. You, right. you People will see us talking with our mouths and go, oh, those lower face talkers, you know, leave That's them right. out. That's Early 21st century. Look, um, yeah, sorry, our, our thing's dragging on, isn't it? Let's no, that's get to okay. The Look, panel. we're gonna we're gonna talk to the pants panel. You, what what question are you gonna put to them today, mate? Mate, I've got some animal related stuff. We oh, yeah? it's been a um, bit of a roller coaster with um, the pets in my house. There's been a bit of uh, orgy crying, and it's kind of 
put both with a bit of rain this week and the and the mm. at home, it's put them both on edge. Just the whole household's a bit on edge. Right. So um, it's it's I've got a few questions about animals and babies. Okay. Now, obviously, you you're going to get to that soon, but can I ask you a side question before we get there? I'd love that. Um, and it's not really daddish. It's just purely about our friendship, really. I think. Uh oh. Yep. So you got obviously you've got your two dogs, two greyhounds, and you love them to yes. bits. They're equal part of your family as as anyone else, right? Absolutely. You love dogs. I do. Me, your friend who comes to your house, yep. yes, doesn't like dogs. I really don't like dogs. That's fair. I'm not going to get rid of them. No, because of that. No, not where I was going, but. That's a big ask. I don't know. <laughs> that is a bit of pressure for one friend to put on another. No, I'm asking, yeah. what does that, how does that make you see me? What do you think of me knowing that, that I'm walking into your house and looking at your dogs and going, I don't want these fucking things near me. Yeah, it's, that's actually a good question. And it has, has um, crossed my mind before. I can't understand people who don't like dogs. So mm. that weirds me out a bit. But then again, I also, know how I feel about dogs and I also know how they're going to act, etc. Mm. So I just I know how don't your dogs are gonna act, mate. Bit of crotch sniffing, is that what you're worried about? Or? Come and sniff my nuts immediately. Yeah, well they do that. That's the you know they're a perfect height. That's what greyhounds are for, man. Can you tell me at least that they do that to everybody and don't haven't just decided I've got an aromatic back? <laughs> no, that's an ev- that's an every everybody one. Okay, they've they got aromatic good aromatic everyone we we're in the park the other day and they were um having a having a go at a stranger that was a little weird oh, so yeah. but um no i mean it, we, what, why do you not like dogs do you have a reason uh look they're they're smelly they're stupid they're messy pretty much pretty much it noisy you know you like cats yeah i love cats yeah so i love cats too and i'll tell you something else sorry a dog bit me on my wedding day. There we go. That's but, what I was looking for. No, no, no hang, <laughs> hang on, hang on. I haven't got married. Sit on the couch. I've dude. never liked. Tell us about that. <laughs> I've never liked dogs. I, I disliked dogs way before that, um, but that was just a bit of icing. Yeah. Well, no, that obviously brings up. Obviously, the dog could sense that you didn't like him, and that's why he bit you. Well, yeah, and I kicked him in the head accidentally. Exactly. There you go. How bad was the bite? Oh look! It was a, it drew blood. It was just on my toe. That was a wow. Well, it was a little yappy thing, and uh, you know, my wife and I got married on Terrigal, the central coast of New South Wales. Lots sure. of uh, outdoory beachy cafes. We're strolling along yes. on the morning of our wed- uh, wedding, and um, this person had a dog under their table, which I didn't see, and I accidentally ah, surprise dog, a hidden dog. Yeah, I accidentally clipped it with my foot as I was walking past, and it gave me a nip on the toe. Uh, what was the owner's response? Uh, well, well, shocked that I dared walk anywhere near their dog, of course. Yeah, not a fan. On of the, you know, uh, I could get into dog owners generally and start really stereotyping, but I won't. I look. I'm at risk of sounding meaner than I am, but I do think your little yappy dog is of a different breed i'm not a huge fan they obviously are of a different breed but um i'm not a huge fan of your little yappy dog all right well i except chloe and molly family sorry um look this intro has got way out of hand can you please remind me one other time to tell you about my 
grandma's yappy dog and the day it scared the absolute fuck out of me. Okay. Well, that sounds like a great tease. Yeah, it is a tease, but we don't have time for it now because this is going to be longer than the pants panel bit if we don't sort ourselves <laughs> out here. So. You know what? I think people like listening to us. It's fine. That is a bold assumption. Yeah. Let's talk to the pants panel. Everyone's here. We're all here and we're all ready to dad. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, answer in order without organising it. Go. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> Sorry. That was my fault. Uh, look, I hope you're all well, but we don't have time to hear about whether you are or not. So let's just move right along. You know, every few episodes, we'd like to do a bit of admin or some follow-ups from previous episodes before we start with fresh dribble. And I think that's sensible, don't you guys? Yeah. You know, t- yeah, yeah, sure. Tidy up the dribble, tidy up previous dribble before starting fresh dribble, right? Is, I've been doing a lot of that lately. Is that a dad commandment, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. Hey, not bad. Don't we'll let try you dribble and, harden. We'll try and uh, flesh that out a little later. Um, but we've got a bit, bit, a few follow-ups and a bit of admin. I might start off with the uh, fact that we had a little earthquake today, didn't we? In Apparently. the um, southern yeah, regions yes. of Australia. We're recording this on... Uh, Is this admin? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I don't see which part of the thing you just suggested the earthquake fits into. The little tidbits and admin. All right, tidbits. You didn't do you, know that before, Do you want to sure. take? Do you want to run this? <laughs> no, no, I'm happy to. But just well, no, just tell no. Me dad and Dad are fighting. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been sitting on that one? That's good. Though. <laughs> yeah, look, my point is that I'm clearing up something um, that has some dad elements to it that I'm interested in. Okay. So we had an earthquake uh, in Victoria today. Rich is down. In Victoria, um, and you felt it, Rich? I assume. No. Okay. Didn't even know it happened. It's like we're probably further away from the epicenter than any of you guys are. Yes, right. Well, my my brother reckons he felt it on the Central Coast, which I went on the Sunny Coast. Yeah, right. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> but Matt, um, I, I said, well, Matt, you're about the same distance away as Rich from the epicenter. Did you feel it? And Matt said, no, I didn't feel it. I was in the shed. Mm. Yeah, so, I, was, I had peak dad day today. Yeah, Ooh. so tell us tell us how that works. You, you've either got an earthquake-proof shed yep. or there was something going on in the shed that an earthquake couldn't distract you enough from. I guess I was cleaning out the shed, so I was throwing things about and... and loud noises. Loud noises. So uh, I, no one in our house not felt it, but pe- plenty of people around Canberra felt it. Ooh, yeah, yeah pa- apparently uh, Parliament House and some of the, the taller buildings in Canberra certainly had a sway going, but no oh, one, no one here on. noticed. Yeah, but the shed, to get back to the shed, cleaning shed. out the but shed. The, it, yeah. the earthquake's irrelevant. I just wanted to hear what you were doing in the shed. Just cleaning it out, really, See, and, and, you know. I, I told you the earthquake was irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I cleaned out the shed. Uh, which still had stuff in it from its previous owners, even though we asked them to remove it. Wow. A huge bucket of paint 
which I haven't moved even since we moved in. We've lived here three years. A 15-litre bucket of paint, which I realised today had a quarter of an inch of paint in it. <laughs> Just oh, nice. No paint Very in nice. it whatsoever. I thought you were going to say, like, gold bullion. No. Ooh. Oh, that would have been good. No. Just a lot of, yeah, a lot of stuff that people left behind with nothing <laughs> of worth. So I cleaned all yes. that out. There was a massive she- uh, shelf unit that oh, yeah. I moved and twinged my buttock from moving it. Because it was oh, so no. effing heavy, I didn't realise how heavy it was. Um, you don't expect I, a buttock injury usually, no, do you? No, but that's that's my go-to now as an old man, as an over-40 yeah. person. You lift with the buttock. I must lift with my buttock because I heard it mm. la- around the same time last year moving something. <laughs> it's just not warming up. I don't forget, I warm up my back, but you're going to warm up your hips. Same buttock? Hips. Same buttock, yeah. So I think hips. this is my injury. <laughs> right. All right, well. Mm. So, yeah, I cleaned out the shed and put yeah. up a shelf. I just wanted to hear shed work. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just wanted to hear shed work. But it's looking good, looking good. Uh, I actually had, I actually found, like, you know, the toy matting, soft foam matting that actually interlocks? Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's good stuff. So I, I found, we for some reason, we had, like, five or six sheets of that in the <laughs> shed, and then I just put it on the floor. It was fantastic. Ooh, you got a gym wow. now. Yeah, you got I, a gym. Have, uh, I have. I have that under my barbecue. Oh, interesting. Ooh. Interesting. Listen to that sound. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. All right then. <laughs> Doesn't the it get? Uh, yeah, I was going to say that's fraught. I'm. I'm. I'm I'd be concerned about that. Fat oh. drips. <laughs> but it's either fraught with fat, fat drips on my. Um, on my plastic matting, on my rubber matting, or... Fat drips on my mat. <laughs> Fat drips keep falling on my head. The, um, or it's sorry. on my black butt deck, oh, and I'd prefer oh, to have oh, it on... Yeah. I, I can always replace the uh, the rubber matting. You don't want drips easier. on your black butt. Exactly. All right. I'm <laughs> going to charge in here again, fellas, because I've got that feeling. You know that feeling? <laughs> I've got that real... Not getting anywhere, kind of feeling with this rundown. So, uh, I, I am going to have to. I want to say at this point a quick hello and thank you to the Sakatash show. Mm. So that is uh, Tyson Sena, Mark Hershon, and the crew there for featuring us in their most recent episode. And Sakatash show is a. Um, it's the Soundcast. Soundcast. They prefer to say Soundcast rather than podcast. Mm. Uh, and essentially, they just find other podcasts, clip them up, and give you a bit of a description so you can go and sample them if you want to. It's a good show. If you're looking for podcasts, go check it out. Succotash is a food, right? Uh, yeah. I can't tell you what's in it, but I know that it's a food. I feel like it's beans. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I want to move. I just want to f- tell you guys the final chapter of the Prasberger Review Saga. <laughs> This has been an ongoing arc over the last few episodes. That's why we're here. Uh, Yeah. I now understand why Prasberger's review went missing. Remember last week or or two weeks ago? I can't remember which it was. Recently I said that uh, Prasberger's review went missing that we were talking about. And then it came back. The reason it went missing and came back is because he corrected his spelling mistake. Remember how he called Monty Morty? Hmm. So, yeah, he was kind enough he to go back and redo it with the correct spelling. So I am doubly glad I didn't give him a bake for removing that review. Imagine Thanks, Brasburger. Imagine if we went back and corrected our errors. 
God. <laughs> Just imagine. Who's sponsoring that? We asked people to give us a bake, though, about it. No one has. Do you mean like getting in a time machine and going back to 1996 and all our mistakes? Is that what you're talking about? Like, how far back <laughs> are we going here? God. I was 11. What should I have been doing that I didn't do? Rich has pinpointed the exact moment it all went wrong. Yeah. Uh, that is our 1955. I put money yeah. on it. <laughs> That's <laughs> where the timelines right. diverge. <laughs> hey, did he spell Monty correctly? Oh, well, M-O-N-T-Y. Yeah, some people do an E and fuck those. Two. Oh, Monte. <laughs> oh, Monte. Monte. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. Just, yeah. If you want to pronounce it My name it is Mont- Montgomery, by the way. Does anyone know that? My, my first name is Montgomery. I, I wouldn't know what else Monty would be short for. Montezuma, uh, Montenegro, yeah, um, yeah uh, Monte Cristo. There's lots of options. Monte Name after anyone in, in particular? Yeah, biscuit. biscuit. Yeah. yeah, it's a good. It's actually quite a story um, about my naming, and this fits into dad stuff oh, actually. Oh. Um, yeah, I like to say that I was named after um, uh, Montgomery Clift, of course, the actor. Yeah. Mm. Great uh, hairline, great actor, lovely, cool yeah. dude. Great hairline. He likes um, to but say that. In, in actuality, I was named after my father's mechanic. Huh. Yeah. Whose name was, I assume, Montgomery. It's always led me to question the relationship my father had with the mechanic. That's an interesting choice. Did you just like the name or was was you literally named in honour of? Yeah, I'm thinking maybe he hated the name but just loved the mechanic so much (laughs) that I need to honour him by naming myself. I'm I'm going to throw this one out there. He didn't yeah. like the mechanic, and he just wanted to spray abuse at Make someone for the rest monster. of his life. And Damn. so he could, he would, he'd have one that he could carry around with him. And then he actually just fell in love with him. It's like one of those the classic. Um, I was going to say Cinderella that's story, deep. but it's nothing to do with Cinderella whatsoever. No but, enemies to yeah. lovers, you mean? No. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you, do, he socialised with this mechanic outside of kind of yeah, is there no. Look, is it Uncle Monty? We're overthinking. It? You're overthinking Ooh. it. You're overthinking it. He's a dad, okay. yeah. and old Monty would be like, you know what? I'll just, I'll just knock ten bucks off that for you. And he was like, yeah. oh, I'll oh. name my firstborn after you. <laughs> <laughs> no, he lost a bet. He lost a bad yeah. radiator. You say? Oh, it's Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Rumpelstiltskin story. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> ding ding ding. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's the way I got my name. Okay. That's probably yeah. a good topic for um, one chat we have, the naming of our children, because that's quite good. Yeah, great idea. And then people, if people can be bothered, they can send us in, you know, how, why theirs were named a certain way. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Why All do right. you ask two dogs fucking? <laughs> Sorry, that's a reference to a joke I haven't told. <laughs> yeah. I get it. No, I get it. Yeah, I get yeah it. thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah good, good. Okay. Yeah, that's all we needed. Yeah, yes. yeah. My, all my uh, childhood, my dad would always say, why do you ask two dogs? That was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So as good. would mine. As would mine. So, yeah, yeah, yeah that's where... <laughs> what, do you, what does that mean? Yeah. Anyway. yeah. Listen, yeah. fellas, I've got follow-ups. People have been stinging to answers for some of these, and you, yes. you, we've got to give them to them. For example, Matt. Did you ever end up going down that cul-de-sac and giving those branches some David Foster action? Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, right. I did not. I thought it would be it'd be a little creepy, and also it rained a lot, and I, I just don't know it. Eucalyptus wood. I don't know if it's going to burn too well in an open fire pit. I did my research. A eucalyptus mm. will burn very nicely Ooh. in a fireplace, enclosed fireplace, yep. but not in a fire pit. 
Ooh, how in- that's interesting. Does it get a bit spitty? That is interesting. No, it's just I think the density of the wood, like in an in a enclosed and also fireplace, enclosed heat. Well, yeah. yes, mm. will be more. You need really hot, unless you have the fu- the fire really really hot. Um, so once I get, if I can get a fire really, like with a really solid base of you know, a lot of heat coming out of it, then I will chuck a few on there but otherwise i'll avoid it because i've got a you know the one i took from the front yard that i've still chopped that up but yes i have to wait until the fire is really 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 densely hot hmm. Hmm. all right well there you go yeah the neighbors missed out on uh, <laughs> on the day seeing, seeing me get out with an axe and go to town <laughs> Well, it's um, so much better in the rain too. Can you imagine just looking out your window? I just wanted the whites, <laughs> just the whites. That's all. Tight white singlet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Monty, um, we did have a comment from your relatives in Canada who said they needed more information about David Foster. So I suggest you get on the blower next time with them and and just give them a real rundown. Well, no. What are you talking yeah. about? Can't we just devote like a. a Weeks episode to David Foster, <laughs> or two, or two. Well, <laughs> we yeah, just come with to. a with an aspect of his biography. A well, that's a great idea. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we do it in five parts. There we go. All right. Well, that's coming up. A five parts <laughs> and a very special dad's pants. Five parts special. <laughs> um, Ben, a little while ago you said. Uh, your children were having a farting competition, and we really buried the lead because no one asked who won the yeah, farting competition. Who won? Drum roll. Well, we had round two tonight, so strangely, <laughs> strange right. that you asked you. But round yes. robin. Can I ask? Rosie, sorry, yes, Richard. Can I just ask you in all seriousness, what is the what is your yeah, go-to scoring method? Yes. Well, I'm assuming to, to, for there to be a winner. One of those like crowd soundometers, right? Like, what's the loudest? Oh, see, surely we surely, got loudest surely, or distance smell counts. length. Smells got to count. Oh, absolutely. Oh. That, that, it's it's like a Venn diagram. And we, Wiggins, Wiggins, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> we, Wiggins made a Venn diagram once of a, a perfect storm fart, which I believe had heat, stench. And maybe length. I can't quite remember. Or liquid. <laughs> yep. And heat. No. Heat was one yeah, of them. Heat, heat one seems them. unnecessary. And I, sound wouldn't have been. I actually printed. That's, it. Not, that's only in the eye of the beholder. I actually not. printed it out. The nose of the beholder. I printed it out and put it in all the science classrooms at the school I was teaching at. <laughs> <laughs> so but is that how see, you measure? Is that how you measure? What we go. So can't like. Uh, we need to keep it simple, and at yeah. the moment, it's just length, and so yeah, it's just basically uh, sound, so the volume, volume and frequency, um, yeah. and and then the tail. So, <laughs> does it have some type of smell yeah. to it? A fu- a- Oh sure, sure. So does the number play a, a part in it at all? Like, is it is it, or is it just assumed that if you're doing more, then you kind of it, it works up the exponential. Do you have to, like a surfing competition, raise your hand at the fart you've done that you want to enter oh, to the competition? Right. Pick question. your best. No, this yeah. is, this no, is no, my prize fart. You get, fart. You get yeah, one yeah. crack I've got at more it. coming. And one basically... Crack. Sorry, one, one more question. <laughs> one more question. Is the object... what? Uh, again, what is the object of the fart game? Is it to... Uh, the fart game? To impress Humor. people or is it to um, render them powerless? <laughs> <laughs> well... Being that I'm essentially the judge of the competition, I I just want to be made to laugh. 
That's what I'm looking for. Right, I'm right, just, right. I'm looking for, like, and, well, and also a surprise element because it's not, <laughs> it's not a okay, everyone, we're going to sit down and have a farting competition. It's basically who who can make the best bodily sound in this next five minute period. Right. Okay. So um, tonight. I uh, Rosie again. She's just like she really is coming through the ranks really strongly. <laughs> She's ranking through words. the ranks. Yeah. <laughs> um, can fart that girl? Can fart. Um, and my wife can really burp. Mm. Uh, and yes, so she, can. she didn't. She, certainly she chose. Can. She she chooses not to fart at the dinner table, which I can respect. Um, but don't understand. She but don't I have respect. to understand. Yeah. yeah, that's right. You don't have to like it, but you can respect. No, it. No, that's right. <laughs> uh, and so yeah, and yeah, the boys just really they didn't bring their A game tonight. But Rosie really sort of laid down the gauntlet uh, early. Can on. I? Um, she she loves a good fart at the dinner table. Can it's, I make so this is dinner table farts? Can I make a suggestion yes. that what, what we used to play? And this is a very uh, hospitality focused game, but anyway, basically the idea was was not so much the frequency or number of or volume or even the stench of the farts necessarily, although that could play a factor, but mm. catching people mm. out to smell your fart whether they like it or not. <laughs> so if someone was oh, if someone was ducked way. down Cup, someone was ducked down cupcake yeah. people. Well, cupcaking yeah. was the classic, but also um, ducking down while someone was in the fridge getting something out or asking them to get something from the bottom of the fridge <laughs> yep. and then yep, farting lovely. on their heads. That's a great one. Yep. Um, That's great. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. Can can you smell gas? And <laughs> in, in a kitchen nice, obviously is a very oh, of and course. of course everyone takes in a big Whiff, and there we go. So, but that's think, having a fighting competition before anyone knows there's a fighting competition. <laughs> that's, that's exactly you've right. You've already so lost. The idea is you've got to you've got to forget there's a fighting competition on in order to have oh. the fighting competition go ahead. Love it. It's like so being a, it. it's like being a stage actor. You got to remember your lines and then forget them. That's exactly right. Whoa. But then also <laughs> there needs to be some type of um, you need the capacity to be able to. Uh, you know, you need to have a volume control on your on your anus because you don't really want to be letting rip with an absolutely almighty, you know, parumpa pump if you're trying to surprise someone. Now, now that would surprise them, but it's, they're not Especially then going to breathe in. The little in. drummer boy. <laughs> if you had anus and parumpa pump in your bingo, you have won. I I kind of want to hear more about this theory, but just the rabbit holes that. The rabbit holes. I just don't who, know we... who won the fighting competition? <laughs> Rosie. Rosie. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, okay. Very good. Okay. Last last follow up before the end of the episode. Matt, you were uh, upset that you had a mash tip that we forgot to include in our mashed potato. <laughs> yeah, discussion. I was uh, ropeable. Now, Ellis, did you listen back at all? Have you listened to? Do you listen no, to the podcast? I, I, I haven't. No. No. So when we were talking about consistency of your mashed potato and I was saying yeah. I mashed the hell out of it, it yeah. there was some consternation that I was over mashing. But the the thing is that the, the tip that I learned was once you've cooked the potatoes to the point where they mash really well, you drain them, I rinse them, and then I put them back on the heat to just steam out any excess water. See, I, I think that's a very, very competent method. Mm. Um, I'd, I'd, anything which reduces moisture would be my big go-to. Mm. So I actually, when I'm doing mash, if you can't 
and ideally what you want to do is bake the potatoes and scoop them out of the skins but it's a pain in the ass what yeah, absolutely. This is this is like the in oh. like in in top class <laughs> yes, restaurant. I agree. I second Wiggins's whatever oh, that I, was. I can absolutely see why. And that so basically, be. what you do is you have a pot, like a, a milk pot, with some cream and butter, and you just bring that up to a very very soft soft boil, like not even quite mm-hmm. boiling, just under. And then you scoop out your baked potatoes, and then you chuck your cream and butter in that, and then you go to town, and, you, and you'll put it through a. Uh, a ricer or a whisk or something like like a proper sieve uh, to get all the lumps out, which is a lot of fucking around. So my simple method or simpler method is similar to what Maddie does, except I just steam from the beginning. So I don't mm. boil, I steam the spuds, okay. and then I don't have to do the rinse and drain step. Basically, it, what it does, it just all the water evaporates from outside in the potato, and then so it all just drops straight out, and I take it out and empty out my pot. And then I can chuck my potatoes in, and the, any residual heat which is in there will steam them off and make them nice and dry. So yeah, once again, water is the mm. enemy of anything being tasty. Water is the enemy of flavour, pretty much when you're talking about cooking. So keeping things dry and free from moisture. So that sounds like a really good method to me, Matthew. Um, but yeah, you key with your mash. Has anyone chucked, tried chucking an egg in their mash? Just a raw Jesus, egg? No, tell me more. Ooh, Just, what is pretty that? good. No, no, I haven't tried that. Um, pretty good. Okay. You can get it. You can get a nice. You get a nice smooth consistency, but you need to have a, a decent amount of mashed potato. That'd be my okay. thing. Like you don't want to have a small amount of mashed potato. But basically, mm. when you're chucking in butter, bit of cream or milk, and then a raw egg, and then just whisk the like beat the hell out of it with just your, your masher. And it comes up so smooth. Like, honestly, I, I can't... Most of the time, I... You need that in there for a few minutes, I'm guessing, wouldn't you? Um, not really. Like, it, it, it basically cooks through because you, you basically... What you're doing is just incorporating it through into the, the already yeah. hot potato. And this is the important mm. thing as well. Never, ever, ever mash with cold potato. That's, like, the number one sin that mm-hmm. some restaurants are forced to do it. I know in the UK we were forced to, and I hated it, and I just used to not do it. And um, fall, fall on your sword. Yeah, I was happy. <laughs> food poisoning, damned. I'll do. But, um, I'll fart on people's heads. I'll fart on <laughs> yeah. people's heads. But I dare. I'll be damned if I mash a cold potato. That's exactly right. So, but this yeah. this Aussie bloke's chosen a weird ill to die on. Hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you all. <laughs> Why are the Brits so insistent on mashing cold potatoes? Uh, it's a it was, like it was a hospitality thing, wasn't it? it? Was, like they they cooked it all prior. Absolutely, yeah. This was with this exactly okay. right. Yeah. So this was a it was a food health and hygiene thing, which we don't like. We as long as you chuck it straight in a core room, it's fine. I think it was more the place that I was working at. They got, I think they got dragged over the coals once before, and that was enough for them to make sure that this was the way they were going to do it. But mm. yeah, mm. it's not a it's not a good look. Well, that. Was an impromptu Ellis can tell us on Mash. So, thank you, Richard. You're welcome. Thank you, Ellis can tell us. Now, I'm going to do a quick couple of real quick anecdotes, uh, and then Monty's got a question for us, I believe. Now, um, my youngest son was doing a bit of homework, uh, and it was annoying him, so he was kind of muttering under his breath. And so I saw the opportunity to use a great dad pants word we've been using uh so i told him to stop chuntering and he looked up at me and said you're a chunt <laughs> which, which nice That's which i yeah look he didn't i don't think he was 
meaning it to sound like how it almost sounded, but you know, I think there's props there. That was pretty good. <laughs> you set yourself up for it, mate. And and you know, Dylan, if you're listening to this sometime in the future, you did well, son. <laughs> We're all very proud. Yeah. Um. The other one is that I was just struck with a sense um, the other day um, that it's pleasing that still in this day and age, quality will rise rise to the top in people's consciousnesses, despite all the noise and destruction out there, despite all the, you know, hundreds of ways you can get entertainment, YouTube, streaming services, any kind of internet, you know, like the... So many shows, so many forms of entertainment. And yet, one of Owen's friends on Discord, which is a uh, messenger service tied in with um, gaming platforms mm-hmm. that they all talk on while they're gaming, mm-hmm. uh, one of his friends is called the Spanish Inquisition, and he's got um, the three <laughs> no multipythons. <laughs> yeah, you guys didn't expect that, did you? No. Yeah. No, no, that was not where I expected the conversation to go. But this, it's 2021. These are 13 year olds. I, I just love Fear it. Fear and surprise. What's that? Yeah. Fear? Oh, right. Yeah. Surprise. Yeah. Yeah. And all fanatical devotion to the Pope. Yes, we're. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, that's it. Yes. But do you see what I mean? Like, the show's more than 50 years old. It's been and gone before any of us were born. And yet, in this, like now, with all the distractions out there, the kids still. Like enjoying things like Monty Python. There's a lot of Python that doesn't translate to today, though. That's the other thing, I guess, too, yeah. Tried to show my little brothers the golden age of ballooning the other day. (laughs) You know what the fuck was going on? (laughs) All right. um, We're running out of time here, bizarrely. It doesn't feel like we've done much. Um, but, uh, Monty, you had a question for the Dad Pants panel. Um, I had, I've had an incident the last couple of days, right? So things went a bit hectic in my house. Uh, Augie had just a terrible day. The poor little thing was just all sorts of angry, upset, and just crying, didn't like things, didn't sleep very well. Lots of cries, lots of upsetness. And the thing that I didn't realise because I was too focused on her was what it had done to my two dogs. I have two greyhounds and um, it had, uh, it, it, it's really messed with them. They're both um, very what seems like depressed and they were having dinner and they got into a fight, which they never have before. Mm. And I feel like I might be neglecting and not parenting my dogs. Do you do you guys have any experience with animals relating to new additions to the household, babies, anything like that? Is there something I should be doing? Am I doing something wrong? I think mm. I think they're the parents, Monty. That's all. They're just fretting over Augie, like the same yep. way you do. That's fair. the same way the parents do. That's what I reckon's happening. It's not like oh no, we're being left out. It's oh no, what's wrong yeah. with them? Then the greyhounds look forlorn at the best of times. I find. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. That's actually Flashbacks. true. Why the long face? Yeah, why the long face? It's, yeah. it's very... They're one step away um, playing poker, aren't they, you know? Painting. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. No. Well, but, yeah, it must be confusing for the poor bastards. It's mm. um, something new and noisy that's taking up all the attention they used to have. Yeah, and, like, um, when she's crying, there's two dogs. I have two dogs. One I've had longer and one I've had... 
Not as long, I suppose. Not longer. I to, yeah, I didn't need to say the second bit. Um, uh, the the one I've had longer, his name is Rudy Rudolph. He's mm. a good boy. And he's very concerned, and whenever she's crying, he'll come and be in the room and sit near her. Oh. Whereas Lola, the newer one, is very neurotic and just seems to kind of pace around the house when it's happening. Yeah. And I suppose I had just not been focused enough on it because I'd focused on her, and now I'm worried about what to do with them. Yeah. Well, they're still getting to walk every day, aren't they? You know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what can you do? I think, unfortunately, you've found the pants panels Achilles' heel. None of them are dog guys. No one's got dogs. Um, We're barely pet people, really. Yeah. I feel that that pethood has been somewhat foisted upon us. And not I'm saying that we are now we... I think it's that the old scenario of the dads getting the pets at the behest of the family and then... Oh, that's not that bad, I suppose. Being the one that loves it most? Yeah, well, just being the one who, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I well, don't Ben think will be we... able to tell... Sorry. No, I was just saying we weren't very much pet people, I don't feel. Yeah. Ben will be able to tell you that, you know, it's the one thing that he's put his foot down about successfully. Yeah, how's that going? We go, is it still... Are you still, are you still foot down with your pets? Yeah, yeah, still foot down. Mm-hmm. Still foot down. My, my wife, as she... Um, as she left the laundry tonight to leave me be and yeah. speak to you guys, uh, she had seen what was on our messenger chat prior. And as she oh, no. backed out of the laundry, she she caught my gaze and said, you're getting a dog. <laughs> no. And then Did closed she? the door and left. Wow. No, yep. time, okay. no time am I more aware of the wisdom of your decision, Wiggins, than when you go on holidays and have to do something with the pet. Oh. Absolutely, absolutely. And, yeah, I understand. Because then you have to let a stranger uh, into your house. Well, there's that, or there's what? you know, well, that's not up. the only option. Dropping the yeah, cat off. The only option. Or, that's it. Like you, know, you can just let them run free, can't you? I assume yeah. so. But Ben, to save me having to do it as a follow-up next week, um, yep. why don't you just state for people your objections? <laughs> oh, to pets as a whole. Oh yes. Um, I. I don't want to pay for another mouth to feed. I, I feel that, you know, I, I like having dogs and cats in the street and I'm more than happy for people to have them and I'm more oh, than happy to you. interact so with nice. them. That's so nice. Shut up, you are. Vigilanting yeah. around. I want to live on the street. You asked, yeah. I'm answering. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, I don't want, I, I don't want pets in my house. I, it's going to be my responsibility as soon yes. as those pets are six minutes old. Yeah, that's what house. it comes down to, right? And I don't want another responsibility on top of the three responsibilities that I already have. Three? Which are, yeah, three. Haven't you got four kids? <laughs> and yourself? I do, but one of them's an adult. <laughs> and your wife? I was like, she takes care of herself. Um, yeah. Well, uh, don't not to mention the grandkids that we know are coming because we go stuffed his Zoom up earlier. So, <laughs> meaning he's now a grandfather, clearly. Um, well, right, I look, feel no clearer no, on the scenario with my dogs. Thank you. No, I'm gentlemen. telling you, they're just like you and your wife arguing at, at dinner after a hard day with a with a ratty mm. child oh, where you're like, nice. did you steam these fucking potatoes? Yes. <laughs> There's too much moisture in it. Like, that's what's happening. Yeah. They're just doing yeah. that. Well, now, let me point out, though, during that scenario, the female dog tried to mount the male one. That <laughs> hasn't happened during the dinners with my wife as yet. Well, I know. Give it's it time. It's coming. It's only eight weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Just remember, they're just like you. 
They just eat slightly more f- uh, pig's ears. Mm. Yeah, um, they do. Slightly more. We're going to have to say goodbye, guys. We're about to be cut off. All right. Oh, see you. Bye. Oh, you sound like a forlorn greyhound there, Monty. Yeah, did, didn't he? Bye. <laughs> That's all. I... <laughs> see you, guys. All right. That's it for today. Um, just before we go behind the curtains a little bit, the boys record backup audio tracks just in case the main recording for the podcast fails and send them to me so I've got them just in case. Uh, sometimes they might leave little messages for me on the end of their audio tracks. And I found one from this record. Uh, we were discussing Monty Python. And uh, obviously it started preying on Matt's mind that previously I've told him that I really dislike Eric Idle. Love Python, but dislike Eric Idle. This must have, you know, been sitting on his mind the whole time we were recording, because at the end, he just left me this message. See you next week. Wasn't Nuns on the Run a good film? I know you're a big fan of Eric Idle. What about when he's teamed up with Robbie Coltrane, and he's dressed as a nun, Buckland. How did that go? That must have floated your boat. Here's another question. Your annoyance with Eric Idle, yet your love of Python, how does that work? Like one-sixth of Python annoys you, and yet you're still a huge fan. I mean, why wouldn't you be? Like those five, clearly the greatest... Uh, five six of a, a comedy troupe ever but i don't know how you push through all that eric idle stuff um but the other yeah the other question is like nuns on the run or any other movie with eric idle in it did your parents did they love a bit of eric idle let's go and watch the latest eric idle film everyone i don't know how many there were there couldn't have been too many let's watch spam a lot doesn't that look great let's listen to eric idle squeeze another a uh, couple of million out of that, those purse strings, just really, really, really squeezed a lot, didn't he, old Eric Idle? What about when he turned up in European Vacation with Chevy Chase? That must have been a great moment in your life. Eric Idle, Chevy Chase, together again.